The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gagillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show for those interested in the big and small moments of history. I'm Gabe Lusier, and today we're talking about one of advertising's longest-running mascots, a squishy little baker with a bold sense of fashion and a heart of dough. The day was November 7, 1965. The Pillsbury Doughboy appeared in his first TV commercial. The ad was called Dancing Fingers, and it featured the doughboy, brought to life through stop motion, dancing on a kitchen counter with the hand of a real-life actress. The debut spot established many of the character's defining traits, including his friendly appearance, cheerful personality, and eagerness to help out in the kitchen. It also introduced a gag that's since become the doughboy's signature, a human hand poking him in his little pot belly and causing him to giggle. <laughs> if fictional people made out of dough had birthdays, the Pillsbury Doughboys would be March 18, 1965. That's the day when a copywriter named Rudy Purs first came up with the idea for the character. He was working for the Leo Burnett ad agency in Chicago and had been tasked with coming up with a new brand mascot for the Pillsbury account. One day, he was testing out some Pillsbury refrigerated dough in his kitchen when he started imagining a miniature person made of dough popping out of the tube. Purs pitched the idea to his colleagues, and they started brainstorming names for the character. One early contender was Jonathan Pillsbury, but thankfully the team eventually settled on something less generic. No, not the Pillsbury Doughboy. That's more like the character's job title. 
His official name is actually Poppin' Fresh, a reference to the popping noise you hear when the can is opened and to the freshness of the product. The name is rarely mentioned in Pillsbury ads today, but he still goes by it in his private life. Purs and his team brought in Disney artist and animator Milt Schaefer to create concept art for the new character. The result was a series of cartoon illustrations depicting a stout little doughboy with blue eyes wearing nothing but a white chef hat and a neckerchief. The character was instantly endearing, but Purs worried that the final animation would look too much like Casper the Friendly Ghost. To get around the problem, Schaefer took the drawings of a flat 2D doughboy and redesigned him as a three-dimensional clay figure. The change in medium made clear that the character wasn't a ghost, and it also allowed him to stand out from the many other cartoon mascots of the era, most of which were hand-drawn cartoons. Once the Doughboy's design was finalized, the agency partnered with Cascade Studios in Los Angeles to bring him to life through stop-motion animation. The Poppin' Fresh scene in today's ads is computer-generated, but until 1992, the character was a completely practical effect. As Purs later explained, quote, We made two doughboys. One was a rubber doughboy with an armature inside, and you could move his arms a little bit at a time. And the other was a hard doughboy, and you shifted the head or you shifted the body. The hard model included five bodies and 15 heads, all of which could be swapped around to give the character different expressions and gestures. Those initial models cost $16,000 to develop and required a good deal of effort to use. In fact, the model had to be posed and photographed 24 times to produce just one second of the commercial. Dozens of actors auditioned to become the voice of the Pillsbury Doughboy, but the job ultimately went to Paul Fries. The comedic actor was a household name thanks to his work in Some Like It Hot, as well as a host of live-action films for Disney. But he had also lent his voice to several cartoons, such as Ludwig von Drake and Boris Badnov in the Rocky and Bullwinkle show. With all the pieces in place, Poppin' Fresh was finally ready to make his TV debut. He introduced himself, by name, in a commercial that first aired on November 7, 1965. Take a listen. And who are you? I'm Poppin' Fresh, the Pillsbury Doughboy. May I have this dance? A house smells so nice when you bake in the oven. Nothing says lovin' like something from the oven. And Pillsbury says it best. The friendly, helpful doughboy charmed viewers from the start, and the Pillsbury Company was quick to commission more print ads and commercials that featured him. That investment paid off, too. Within just three years of the character's launch, the Pillsbury Doughboy had an 87% brand recognition among American consumers. He became so popular that at one point, he was receiving 200 fan letters a week, in addition to about 1,500 requests for autographed photos. Pillsbury took note of the character's growing fan base, and by the end of the decade, it began rolling out a line of Doughboy-branded merchandise, including plush toys, baking utensils, and flower jars. Then, in 1972, the company introduced a 7-inch vinyl doll of the character that quickly became one of the top-selling toys in the country. The following year, a copy supervisor at Leo Burnett named Carol H. Williams was assigned the job of growing the Doughboy brand and its accompanying toy line. 
she started by creating a character called Poppy Fresh, the Pillsbury Dough Girl. Poppy was used to advertise the company's sweet products, beginning with the Pillsbury Danish, though Williams insisted that the character not be poked in the stomach like her male counterpart. <laughs> that same year, Poppy got her own vinyl doll, which was soon followed by a whole extended Doe family, including Grandmommer and Grandpopper, Uncle Rolly, two children, Popper and Bun-Bun, and two pets, Flapjack the dog and Biscuit the cat. Poppy was the only member of the family to appear in commercials alongside Poppin' Fresh, but sadly, she was eventually phased out like the rest and hasn't appeared in marketing for decades. Of course, the same can't be said for Poppin' Fresh. He remains the face of Pillsbury products to this day, having appeared in well over 600 ads for more than 50 different products. He's also been a fixture of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade since 2009, which means he'll be floating his way through the streets of New York City in just a few weeks. Be sure to keep an eye out for him if you plan to attend in person. Just keep in mind that he's about 60 feet tall in balloon form, so if you want to poke his belly, you're going to need a really long finger. I'm Gabe Luzier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you want to keep up with the show, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. And if you have any feedback to share, feel free to pass it along by writing to thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thanks to you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection, and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. 